Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and the consequences that follow. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Gray, or Gray the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Book 2, Chapter 27 A Walk Along the Beach Leaving the town of Capris and a number of your traveling companions behind, you head east along the northern shores of Sarakar. As you leave town, the crew of the Gunner's Daughter readies themselves to steal something of value from Olwenir. Since Vale declined to help, the task falls to them. You are long out of town when they make their move. But, thanks to some clever planning by Lilybell and Captain Mahaley, they pull off their caper without suspicion. They wait until they are days away at sea to inform Olwenir's faithful servant, Earl Earl, that he has been kidnapped to be bartered away for an extravagant prize. Fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) However, you remain blissfully unaware as you continue in search of Tane, the Chaos Mage. The young wood elf Patches promised you each a reward from his shop of fantastic gear for returning with Tane's mask, the source of his chaotic power. Patches seeks retribution Tang destroyed his friend, Terrace, and Patches has asked many adventurers for their aid. When they each failed, Tane would send an item of theirs back to Patches as proof of his victory. As you travel for days on end along the shore, Sniffins and Sam take delight in running through the ocean's waves. The air is warmer than what you're used to, but the sea breeze keeps you cool. How are you all keeping yourselves occupied during this trip? I would like to start to teach Arnis the basics of thieves' cons. <laughs> so we can speak in code around people and they wouldn't know. Something I've been thinking that I needed in my life forever and keep forgetting. What about Darwin? Why wouldn't you teach to both of us? What about Darwin? Sam? No, too, but like, I'm gonna what about Sniffins? I'm going to approach Arnis. Darwin's interested, that's great, but I don't want to assume his time is going to be taken up with my, my things. <laughs> But I'm going to pitch to the group this concept then. Who is open to learning some Thieves Cod basics? Sure. Why not? I'm, yeah, I'm in. Okay, um, there's no teaching stat in D&D, <laughs> or student stat. So, um, okay, this is what we're going to do. Vale, you've known Thieves Cod for a long time. You're fluent in it, so we will assume that you are able to attempt to teach 
at a competent level. This phrase means this. This phrase means this. When I touch my nose like this, it means this. When I pull my ear like this, it means this. But if I wipe my brow first, it means this other thing. So it's a little bit confusing. And we're going to have you each roll. Since there isn't a stat, you can each roll intelligence. Ooh. Ooh. This is not going to go well for you. Darvin and Aranis, you can both roll intelligence. Oh, fuck. All right. Darvin. Six. Aranis. Twelve. All right. Darvin, unfortunately, with a six, I think you can just learn one word. <laughs> nice. What is the word, Vale and Darvin, that you now know? You can agree on it. If there's a good word you think you want to know, or that you would like him to know, by all means. Restroom. No, I think it's something really simple but really helpful in our endeavor. Something like, like, kill or something. Uh, okay. Yeah, Let's go kill. That's it. Straight to the point. Darvin, please mark down that you know the word kill in Thieves' Cont. Languages. <laughs> kill in Thieves' Cont. That's right. Hey, sometimes you don't want to learn a whole language. You just want to learn, like, the swear word. <laughs> I wanted to learn a whole language. Or like, I, I mean, what, did you want to learn the word for library? Biblioteca. But yeah, no, that's bookstore. It's not biblioteca. I spell can't. Is it like philosopher? Yeah. But can't without the apostrophe. Thieves can't what? Thieves can't your mom. Thieves can't teach apparently. Jeez. No monks can't learn. They just study. Try some non-antiquated pedagogy. Have you heard of constructivism? <laughs> I didn't use the right bricks and mortar, I'm sorry. That's a nerdy teacher joke for our listeners. <laughs> Meanwhile, Aranis, yeah. you were able to learn a phrase or sentence in Thieves Cop. Conversely, three specific words, unrelated, or a sentence. Where is the place? Let me start. <laughs> so now we can actually, like, if we're into a fighting conversation and I'm afraid you're going to start the fight, I can just about, send this phrase. What about let me shoot first? No, 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 no. Three disparate words, like if you wanted to learn kill and bathroom and nap, like those three are not connected at all. Like if you want to learn a phrase, like let me start this fight, let me go first, Yeah. let me shoot first, that's fine. Yeah. You know. A single phrase slash sentence or three yeah, disparate words. Starts combat or something like that. All right. It's not like you're out here for months. This is at most a couple weeks, and I'm assuming that Darwin and Arnis have got some of your own stuff you want to do during yeah. this walk. Whittling. Whittling. I can walk and whittle every time. Every time. Apparently so. Yes. What are you whittling this time, Darwin? I imagine this is why it's so hard for you to learn anything in Thieves' Cont, because you are paying attention to whatever it is you're carving. Mm. What is it? You made a duck last time. Women? <laughs> How about fish, since I'm by the ocean? Sure. Oh, nice. He chronicles fish. his travel during his women. Fishy, fishy. Fishy, fishy. Any specific kind of fish, or this generic fish? Hmm. Like ocean fish. I don't really know what I would see if a fish, but I'm doing like what I imagine the equivalent of a bass looks like, you know. Is that a lake fish? Because a bass that's a lake fish. Okay, never mind. Ocean. Never mind. How about what like... a marlin? Yeah, that's what I was actually going to say. Fish. The equivalent of like what a marlin would be. 
All right. Or a swordfish. Or a daggerfish. Yes, those all exist. Even daggerfish? Yes. Nice. They just carry around little daggers and then shank <laughs> other fish. <laughs> Alright. Aranis, how are you occupying your time? Outside of picking up a phrase in Thieves Cop. I'm walking, so I can't can't work on my power ballads. I can't hold a book and play and walk at the same time. You could be practicing when you stop for food and for rest. Yeah. Um, so I'm You could play when you walk, you just couldn't look. But if well, you pre memorized, you can I always, practice. I always play when I walk. But uh, yeah, when we're stopping and stuff, I'm taking some time to actually look through my okay. Elvish power ballads. Is there any song in particular that you're going over? Let me take a look at my table of contents from all I know. I think Calm Emotions. Ooh. But I want to look up and make sure that does what I think think it should do based on the title. Mm-hmm. I, think it, it. I think you're going to be pretty close to what you expect. Really? Emotions. You attempt to suppress strong emotions in a group of people. Each humanoid in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose within range must make a charisma save. Creature can choose to can choose to fail the saving throw if it wishes. If a creature fails at saving throw, choose one of the following two effects. You can suppress any effect causing a target to be charmed or frightened. When this spell ends, any suppressed effect resumes, provided that its duration has not expired in the meantime. Alternatively, you can make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice that it is hostile toward. This indifference ends if the target is attacked or harmed by a spell, or it witnesses any of its friends being harmed. When the spell ends, the creature becomes hostile again unless the DM rolls otherwise. So, yeah. one minute concentration. So, yeah. That's what I'm working on. We're working on calm emotions. Yeah. All right. Should this sound like, like a freaking Norm Jones song? <laughs> it's just a little, just a little Enya. <laughs> oh god! For your walking pleasure. So All right, let's one more on. All right, artist, grab yourself a D twenty. Oh no! Let's don't break another string. Mm. You had to say it, didn't you? you? Had to say it. You had to say it out loud. You can't blame it on me if you roll a, a fail now. You're gonna... Yeah, I can. No, you can't. That's well, not how it works. Unless you can't double crit. Yeah, exactly. You can't well, double know. crit fail. Here's the thing. I know it's not how it works. It doesn't mean I can't blame it on you. <laughs> I understand the mechanics, but... Mm-hmm. Alright. Jinx me. Artist, please roll performance. I got a 15. Total. Okay. As you're playing this Enya-like song... So <laughs> thing. M is attempting to join in to sing along, but also seemingly to correct you whenever the tune just gets a little off. She's helping you stay on... Well, I want to say she's helping you to stay on the magic rather than the music. And roll Arcana. 14. And you can feel M putting out the effort... To attempt magic, and something is stopping it. Hmm. The two of you have been playing together for a while now. You've been playing through this music in your power ballad book for a while now. You've had practice. M is attempting to correct you and to correct your use of magic. It's not there, but you can tell she's trying. Alright. Keep at it is the moral. So, it's about. Two weeks out of Capris, 
when you spot Tane's home. A natural stone arch extends from the hilly terrain to your right, out towards the ocean, at the end of which stands what remains of a large two-story house. The path along the top of the natural arch once easily led to the front door, but part of that was destroyed when a lighthouse collapsed across it. The long broken lighthouse lies in the rocks and sand of the beach, overgrown by thick and hardy vegetation. No doubt several animals call it home now. You stand nearest to the top end of this fallen lighthouse. What do you do? I'll say it's getting close to sundown. So the sun is behind you. Your shadows extend long in front of you. Well, we need somewhere to camp. How does your glyph report work? You take an hour to set up a glyph and a trigger, and then when something triggers it, it goes boom. That's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> Cast a spell you inscribe on glyph that... Or glyph, sorry. That harms other creatures. Either upon a surface or within an object that can be closed to conceal the glyph. You decide what triggers the glyph and uh, when you cast the spell. You choose explosive runes or a spell glyph. So, but, um, I mean, it lasts, like, once you take the time to cast it, it basically lasts <clears throat> until it's triggered. Or you dispel it. I think you can dispel it. What are your third level and lower spells? I'm just I'm coming up with an idea. So fear is my only other third level spell. Then uh, my second level spells are lesser restoration and blindness slash deafness. My first level spells are Tasha's hideous laughter, sleep, fairy fire, shield, healing word, cure wounds. You should put healing word in there. No, I'm, I'm thinking if we want to use it as I'm a just saying. like glyph of warning, warning if we want to set up camp a little ways away from the lighthouse and then set the cliff between us and the lighthouse and the trigger is like a humanoid that walks through it and have it pop fear so that like a humanoid walks through it and then sees us after it goes off it's afraid of us and runs away so we don't get attacked in the night oh so you're thinking of using it like an alarm yeah. system to keep you safe while you sleep yeah I mean we would okay. still be on we would still set up a you know a watch but that would help assist us too because this guy is going to be badass and I don't want him coming up on us while we're sleeping smart with that. You can certainly do that. And since you're going to get the slots back anyway, because you're going to rest. Well, theoretically. Does it say? Uh, let me see how long it lasts. That was I, the question. Until you, the felt. Before you Sorry. do any of that fancy stuff, does it say anything about having to put it in a permanent surface? Because this is sand. I'm just curious. Like, unless it restricts you to oh, yeah, yeah. an immovable surface. Like, I know you can't do it in water, but sand will hold a shape. And unless it forbids it, I will let this happen, because I think it's cool. It's either upon a surface or within an object. The okay. spell page might be more specific than that. Okay. But so, uh, on I'm surfaces such as a table or a section of floor or a wall, or within an object that can be closed, such as a book, a scroll, or a treasure chest. It doesn't forbid it, so I'm going to say yes, because it's cool. And the idea that you have like an explosive sand castle out by your tent is amazing. <laughs> Well, the idea was that it explodes, though, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. sorry, it explodes yeah. with fear Same, instead yeah. of fear. pain. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. And I'm very specific, right, that the spell is triggered when not one of us walks over the glyph. Sure. A humanoid. So we don't want it to go off on a rat scurries across it. We're assuming humanoid. the chaos mage is humanoid? Uh, that's true. Humanoid. We're assuming it's not a walking tree 
Mm-hmm. Or a lizard humanoid is very broad and dragonborn is humanoid. I, to play both sides of devil's advocate here, centaurs aren't humanoids. Also, Patches would have told you that Tain is an elf. Well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we, were, we were getting into genie-specific territory there, so... Yeah. I want to stop you before you hurt yourselves. Thank you. He's an elf. I appreciate you. Okay, then yeah. You just have to be specific. And with that set up, I think we're good to rest for the evening and go... Not that we've spent ourselves, but going fresh from the day's walking. That's fine. Morning. So y'all are just camping on the beach? Yep. Nice. Uh, who's going to take first watch? It's very relaxing. On the beach, What's sound that? of waves, seagulls. <laughs> Are you building a fire to keep warm? You're on the beach. It's gonna get cold at night. Not freezing, but Windy. you're at the beach at night. That's true. We do have winter clothes. I could probably skip. And I wouldn't want to blow whatever minor amount of surprise we would have if we don't start a fire. So I'm down for throwing on my winter cloak and sleeping under that tonight. Yeah, fine with me. Okay. Sam and Sniffins are going to curl up together. He's going to open up his coat, and they're just going to like be cuddling underneath it. They're going to stay nice and toasty all night. You guys can share blankets, too, if you want, but I'm not going to force you. <laughs> I'm cool. <laughs> I mean, I like you guys, but I'm cool. <laughs> not share a sleeping bag like you guys. Right. It's a special kind of friendship there. Yeah. Okay. I'll save um, your life, but I'm good. <laughs> are you setting up a watch? Yes. Who's on first? I get, uh, I'll take first watch. Yeah. Because I don't have dark vision, so seem to make more sense. Which means that I get to take the middle, like, dead of night watch. Or Darwin. I'm Darwin the only one with dark, vision, one dark vision. Okay. You could, we could split the night watch screwed. between you and Sam because, you know, Stephen's dog. Oh, is Sam going to take a, a shift? We should probably ask him if he wants to. I mean, you just t- let me know if he isn't. I suppose he should. I, I mean, he's, he's getting to the point where he's becoming kind of... Com- not in a full member of the party, but he should be taking a watch at this point. Like, yeah. Sorry, I'm just a little offended that he's not a full member of the party. Yeah. The only reason he's not a full <laughs> member of the party is because he's another character playing him, and he's still played by the DM. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. In which case, as the sun goes down... The moon peeks in and out from behind clouds. Roll perception. Perception. Just me, already. Just whoever's awake. That would be Val. Oh, I got a two. I was distracted by the fishy fishies. It doesn't have to be the fish, because they're out in the water. But there are certainly some crab out tonight. They're maybe cat-sized. Holy fuck, those are big crab. They're not bothering you. They're just wandering along that's, the shore. That's actually why I'm, I'm paying attention to them, though, because that's a fucking big crab. Probably tasty. How would you know? Exactly. I don't know what crabs look like. Oh. <laughs> crab the size of a cat is going to be big to me. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But other than the crabs, your wash passes without uh, without incident. Cool. Then I tap Arnis on the shoulder and wake him up, and I go to bed. What's up, Arnie? Where's... Yo. Barney? <laughs> You're taking a shift tonight. Please roll perception. The moon has hidden behind the clouds, and it is quite dark now. But thanks to your dark vision, you can still see fairly well tonight. Fourteen. Okay. As you're up, watching over your friends, watching the crabs skitter away for the night, the ocean glistens with starlight. You think you see some movement coming opposite the shore. And is there a sound when your glyph goes off? 
I know it's fear, but just, is there a sound? It's up to you. I feel like there should be. Is it one of your chords? Yeah. <laughs> is it this part of your song? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, there has to be a sound. If it's meant to be like a warning system... I mean, it's casting fear on somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's... So, it's whatever fear, it's whatever your spell fear does. Yeah. Um, and if that's a song, yeah. what does that sound like? Oh, didn't we decide the last yeah. time that it's like super creepy, like, horror movie music? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and as it goes off, you hear M kind of resonating with the song, oh, just as it triggers. So, your loot that... Are you holding your loot? Is it on your back? Is it up to the side? What's up? What's up with that? I'm probably holding it. Yeah. M starts singing this really creepy song as you hear your glyph go off. And in the darkness, you can make out a silhouette as someone just throws their hands up, screams like bloody murder because they're afraid now, and just starts booking it the other way down the beach. Hey, that worked. Yeah, but now it's dead. No more glyph. Hmm. It's a concentration spell. It lasts up to a minute, but I guess it's like a minute. <laughs> so, like a minute. And after a minute, you hear the screaming stop, and you hear someone just kind of like muttering to himself, oh, "What the hell is this? Well, I guess I don't need to know. That's it. I'm going home." <laughs> and you see someone just angrily stomping their way up the hill away from you. <laughs> That's kind of fun. I give a little chuckle to myself and just go, I should let the next person know. <laughs> and M responds, Yes, that was fun. <laughs> I have a weird creepy look. It felt very strange when it went off. Yeah. And your shift passes. Whoever that was does not return in that time. <laughs> Who's next? I guess probably Sam. Alright. You go to wake up Sam. He wakes up Sniffins. The two of them are just kind of patrol near the water. I'm not venturing too far away from where everybody's sleeping. I make sure to let them know about the screamy person. Oh, did they did they leave? Oh yeah, they went back up the hill. They were not thrilled with what happened to them. Yeah, I wouldn't be either. But they seemed more like, what the fuck was that? Than they did like, I'm gonna get whoever did that. <laughs> Alright, good to know. What sniff and stretch his legs. Use the facilities and all that. Do his business. Uh, And then a few hours later, they come and wake up Darwin. Darwin, when you're woken up, this is like the hour before sunrise, and you can start to see a gentle glow of light from the eastern horizon just down the length of the beach. Nice. I got the good watch. It's nice and crisp and cool. It's pretty quiet, actually, besides the waves themselves. And from where you're at, there's Tane's house a few hundred feet away. Nothing's really changed since last night, except now it's going to be daytime instead of nighttime. Go ahead and roll perception. Thirteen. And you take a good long stare along the horizon, up at Tane's house, along the hills. Sam would have told you about the scared guy, because he thought it was a little amusing, uh, and there was no danger from it. Uh, But you don't notice anything during your shift, at the end of which 
it's time for everybody to get up. Do you wake everybody up, or do you let them get up on their own? Um, I wake everyone, then. I'm going to say, you guys have done this plenty of times before, so it's really up to you how early you want to wake everybody. Okay. It's morning time. The sun is peeking above the horizon now. Very clean smell in the air. Good salty taste. And Tane's house still sits atop that arch. That's where we're headed. Just so everybody knows, that arch is probably about 40 to 50 feet above sand level. But then, you know, as the ground rises up, as the farther away you go from the shore, you know, it gets less of a drop. It's not the direction that that person ran, is it? That person ran up the hill last you saw. Okay. Not towards that house. Okay. It's morning time. I didn't know what you guys were doing. Going up to the house, I think. Sure. And the plan isn't to knock on the door, but we got to get up near the house before we can come up with the plan. As you walk nearer to the house and pass up this fallen lighthouse, you can see a portion of this natural arch where the lighthouse fell across it and damaged it. And there's now a little rope wood bridge connecting those two sides. Um, it's not very long. It's like 20 feet, maybe 20, 30 feet, but you're still well below the level of the house. And as you're looking up, that's what you see. Awesome. That's where we're headed. Uh, I just need to know if you guys are doing any pre-planning or if you're doing anything um, special or are you just walking right up to the house? Sure. We're checking for traps along the way. So do you start heading up the hill to get to the path that leads to the front of the house? It's kind of like going a little bit to the right. So you can get up to the top of the hill and then travel along the top of that natural arch and bridge to the left to get to the house. You could always try just scaling the base of that natural arch that sits very close to the water. If you wanted to go for a a sneaky approach. If we were stronger physically, maybe, (laughs) but with our climbing luck. um, No. What? I don't recall the last time anybody, like, crit failed while they were trying to just walk along an edge. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so Sam will lead the way up the hill. Well, sorry. Sniffins will lead the way. Sam's right behind him. Sniffins has got good eyes, good nose. Uh, as you get towards the top of the hill, you're now about 50 feet above the sand level, and looking across the top of this natural arch, there's a little wooden rope bridge, and then just the front third of that house has just been blown away at some point. So you're looking in, you can see the first floor and the second floor, and there's a little staircase in the back corner, and there's an attic that's still pretty much there. It's like someone just ripped off a third of the house, tossed it away. Yeah, uh, cool, then we're approaching. Uh, Do we have a plan, people? That's what I want to know. Burn down the house. You guys seem to be walking into a dangerous situation here with... No plan. What are we thinking plan-wise, people? If your plan is just to walk up in there and challenge Tane, I'm fine with that. I'm all for trying to lure him out and then springing a more complex attack. Like, I'm all for, like, me trying to sneak up, right? And, like, get near the door and then call him out and he opens the door and he comes out and you stab him in the neck. I'm all for that. Oh, let me reiterate. That front third of the house that's been, like, blown off, that includes where the front door would have been. There is no, like, closing the door. It would be meaningless. The side of the house is just open. So he could just, I mean, can just walk in. Yeah. There's no way he's keeping anybody out of his home Unless if they decide to walk in. Unless it's worded. By trap, use of right? walls or doors. What material is the home made of? Wood. Mostly wood. There's probably some stone in the foundation. 
or in like one of the support columns in the center, but largely wood. You could shoot fiery arrows into the house. You could. But don't we need to steal something from inside it? No, we just need to kill him. You just need his mask, which uh, he is wearing. Uh, Presumably, he is wearing his mask. What if the mask burns? Well, the ma- he wants the mask as proof that we killed him, so we could bring the body also. Oh, that's true. All right. I would I would argue. What if the body is burnt to a crisp? He might not believe it. It's oh, like he can check the dental records. Then fine. Maybe he can. Don't worry. <laughs> Patches wants the mask. If there's still something or someone attached to it, he's not that concerned. Okay. He wants the mask. Well, then maybe that is smart. If we get the house burning, we could get him to run out. Except, probably got more than one exit. That, or we take that position's hiding, ready to shoot it, and when he comes out, and we have artists play a concert to get him to come out. Because artists plays really loud, annoying music, like a bad neighbor to get him to come out and yell at him. That's true. To tell me to get off his lawn. Get off my lawn. Just so I'm clear, you're planning on using the healer as bait. <laughs> but we'll have preset attacks ready to trigger as soon as you we can see him. Arnis could play like Smash Mouth for an hour. <laughs> oh my god, all stuff for an hour. <laughs> right? That's actually maybe one of the worst things I could ever hear for an hour. So it's settled. That'll drop him out. That and Chumbawamba. Okay. <laughs> no one goes tough the beginning anymore. That's true. You can play Chumbawamba for an hour. Or whatever the equivalent in world of Chumbawamba is. Mm-hmm. That should be our new Grungawamba. Chumbawamba. Grungawamba. Grungawamba. Something. Grungawamba. Yeah. for sex in Grungawamba. Now I don't want to play it. What do we think of this plan, people? No, I am out. That's pretty good. I think it's terrible. I think it's the worst plan in history. Do you have a better plan? He takes me out in one hit, you both are dead. Well, if he takes you out in one hit, we were both going to die anyway. Well, <laughs> 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 I guess that's true. I suppose that's fair. I mean, we could probably run. That or we could do the opposite, and I can stand there and orate and try and annoy him, because Lord knows my performance is so low, I'm going to annoy him. I could do, I could do a drum solo. <laughs> oh, does Herman get to play drums again? <laughs> I don't think that makes enough noise, though. <laughs> Chest drums just aren't very loud. It's true. All right, I guess this is our plan, but I'm just going to annoy him out of his hut. I can keep trying to have M help me with calm emotions. <laughs> that was sounding pretty not great, so... As the three of you explain this plan to Sam, he looks very worried. He calls Sniffins over very quietly, and the two of them take Tamani for him because he is absolutely certain this plan is going to go to hell, and he wants to be ready. Uh, I appreciate his lack of confidence. There's a little of dust and sand around his feet, and there is Tamani form Sam next to you. Okay, so this is the plan. Hoo boy. It's a ballsy plan. Ballsy plan. It's always way. I like it. Lots of room for things to go wrong. Lots of room for things to go right. Uh, are we drawing arrows? Is that the plan? Crossbow and arrow. You can ready whatever attack you want. Don't worry about rolling just yet. We gotta get you closer to the house first. So. Is it for traps as we're walking? <laughs> we all, I think, are jumping for traps. We're just about to get there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I know you were checking for traps. Thank you for saying it out loud, though, and reminding me. As you cross the short rope and wood bridge connecting the two portions of this natural arch, 
you come to a large, flat opening in front of this house, within a hundred feet of the nearest piece of this house. If there's anything protecting it, it would be here. Everybody roll perception. Five. No. Second. Look at the ants. They go marching one by one. Darvin. Seven. Arnis. Nineteen. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank you, Arnis. You're welcome for saving your asses. As you approach this large, flat section of ground, you notice a very large carving in the ground. It appears to be a giant room in between you and the front of that home. It extends a good hundred feet. It may be multiple rooms within it, but they're all interconnected. This is one giant something. You can roll Arcana if you want to try to figure that out. If anybody else wants to try, they may as well. Aris gets first shot since he found it. Well, first I let them all know it's there to stop. Yeah, stop. No, I got it. Just making sure I'm clear. 11. All right. 14. I'll try two. I got a nine. You say nine? Yeah. Okay. He said none. Like, that's not a thought. That's not funny. It's the same thing. Okay. Darvin, your attention is brought to this giant rune in the ground in between you and the home. You've never seen anything like this before. You have no idea what it is. Arnis and Vale, though, you can definitely tell this is a magical rune, but I think you can also tell that it needs something to trigger it. Like it needs to absorb something. It's not like your glyph of warding where somebody's going to walk on this or somebody's going to read it and it's going to go off. There's something further. There's something deeper in the rune. Hmm. You're not sure what, but you know it's something. I mean, you and Vale piece that together. Maybe if you could actually walk the whole room, you might be able to figure it out. But here, from just this one edge, like 15 feet of it, it's hard to say. What? Nothing. I'm looking at you waiting for you to come up with something. Look on your face like you were thinking about something. Um, I don't know. Try shooting a crossbow bolt on it, see what happens. I'm picking up a hand of dirt first, Indiana Jones style, and throw it out across the room and see if it appears anything. Alright, you throw a handful of dirt, veil style, out across it. You could be the first Indiana Jones in this world. And you're going to have to go to school, become a teacher, and learn archaeology and all that shit, because you don't know any of that. You're more uh, Marcus right now. Marcus. Thank you. I appreciate that. Marcus Brody. It's got lost in his own museum. Uh, you throw the dirt out, nothing happens. One last theory. I think I'm going to die here. Don't do it. <laughs> what? Don't. Because I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> and then my brain went, what if it triggers, like, some weird, like, astral-projected, like, dragon or some shit? And then it just noms us. <laughs> and we all die. I'm concerned. I'm concerned about anything triggered by blood. If that's the case, then we can't fight on the room. Because all it takes is anybody to potentially lose blood on the room, and it's gonna... <laughs> it's true. <laughs> just, I mean, I don't know what happens with this thing, but I'm... Do you want to test it out? It's better to know now. Do you want to just go across? I suppose it's I suppose it's better to What's know. What's up? Do we cross the road and risk him finding out and we be in the middle of it when it goes off, or do we want to try and trigger it? Is there a way to get around it? You would basically be walking on the outer foot and a half to two feet of this natural bridge. So, with the way we roll, no. <laughs> There's not. I mean, any nudge would send you falling off of it at and that point. the edge Don't of the room, so the edge of the room on the opposite side, can we see where it is in relation to the building? I, mm, 
I don't think you can see the opposite edge from here just because you're at ground level and you're looking out across it. Yeah. You can just tell that it goes a long way around based on like how it's set up, and then as it kind of reaches the edge of the natural bridge, just shoots out, and you don't see where it comes back together. So it's at some point before you get to the other side. Oh yeah. So here's but the options. Yeah, safe to assume it's covering this whole path. Either we trigger it, or one of us tries to see if they can make it across it to the other side without triggering it. Ooh. I like both ideas. They're both lovely. I'm not good at those kind of missions. I'm going to take off my backpack because I'm going to make myself lighter. And Darwin is the fastest one among you, yes. but I'm not going to stop you from but running out there, Vale. I'm not the running. I'm not running. My plan is not to run. When you run, you land full flat-footed and heavy. My plan is to sneak softly across it. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. So here's what I'm doing. First, I'm gonna take off all my gear but my daggers and my blade. Good blade. Okay. Might and load. Then I'm going to shift from my natural form into uh, I can't go halfling because I can't go that small. Right. Don't wanna go dwarf because dwarves are short and stout. You haven't really met any dwarves. Like we need the Dwarves are not native to this continent. Yeah, I'm going to say you can't go be a dwarf. Um, no, could you throw some short and seven? They're really heavy. It doesn't it change your mass. Uh, yeah. uh, oh, in which case, it doesn't matter if you change form. It doesn't change your mass. So even if uh, you were a halfling, you would still weigh the same. Okay. So just be you. You can change form if you don't want to look like Vale when you get to the other side. Yeah, that doesn't matter anymore. You can shave your head real quick. <laughs> I don't know if you have hair or not. I do. <laughs> but um, sure. yes. I mean, we can just shave your head. All right, well, that'll, that'll take fine. off some I, um, weight. Then I want, I want to very delicately and gently, if triggering it's not the choice we're going for, try to make my way across the room without triggering it. Okay. This is I think this is rolling stealth or acrobatics to pass, like, to travel lightly, light-footedly across. That's a 15 now. You move fairly silently across the natural bridge and the road. Are you going all the way to the house? That is the intention. Okay. You're able to make it all the way across. You don't notice any change in the rune. You manage to get to a portion of the front wall that is still intact. And it seems to be fairly quiet over here. Okay, so that's the thing. Everybody else, Vale is now next to the house. There's Vale, way over there. Hey, Vale. So, Arnis and Darvin, what are you doing? I could run across, or I could do what Bill did. How'd you get across again? You snuck, right? You slowed. Yep, you slowed. You stealthed. Yeah. I could stealth across. Okay. Yeah, you can do stealth if you want. Go for it. All right. It's a 23. All right, Darvin. You are also able to very silently make your way across this natural arch without any noticeable change in the rune. And you post up right next to Vale, I imagine. Nice. Unless you want to be somewhere else, you could go in the house. No, I'll wait for that. Okay. Just want to make sure you know that's an option. I'm aware. Thank you. You know what the hell am I supposed to do? So now, Darwin and Vale are right up next to the house. Arnis and Samudio all the way on the other side, about 100 feet away. I should let them go first. Sorry. What are you doing? I don't stealth. You can also acrobatics. That is also a way to be very mindful of your footing. I guess I can do that. And traveling with grace. Alright, acrobatics. 22. Oh, damn. Nice. Artist is teaching a class today, apparently. Well, you are nimbly, if not silently, (laughs) 
making your way across this arch with no noticeable change in the room. Everybody roll perception. Let's start with the three of you. Sam will not. He's still 100 feet away. Let's start with Vale this time. 15. Arnis. 20. Darvin. 10. Vale and Arnis, as the two of you are standing near this broken wall of this home, you can start to hear the shuffling of someone inside, upstairs. So you can't see whatever this noise is, but you can hear it. Darvin, unfortunately you don't hear this, but I will assume your friends let you know. Do I hear the ocean? Well, yeah, you always hear the ocean. You're right by the ocean. I think the next step is getting in before we start this fight, so we're not standing on the threshold of this giant room. In where? There's no in. You can go inside the home. Yeah. There's still... Uh, more than half of the home is still standing. Oh, there is still an in in the home? Yeah, it's you can still go inside. Out. It's still shelter inside. Oh. It's just there's no privacy inside. Oh. Sam is still all the way on the other side. Do you want to call him over or wave him over before you go in? Yes. Okay. Sam crits. Samudio, in Tamani form, practically flies across this arch, across the rune, like an animal on the hunt, just moves quickly and silently, and he's right there with you. His ears are perked, and they still droop a little bit, but they're up, and he's paying attention, and he's sniffing around. Alright, we're all here. Now what? Now we go in. Let's see. We're going to take the door. Because there's a hole in the wall. Yeah. Big, big hole in the it's wall. It's more than a hole in the wall. sneak through the hole in the wall into the house. You should check the hole for traps. <laughs> I mean, it's a... Why are we... Wait, there's no hole in the wall. It's like half the house blown away. It's the same difference. Hmm. That's not a hole. That's just like... Dude, I'm in your bathroom now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. From where you're at, you're able to look around this destroyed portion of wall and look into what appears to be like a living room. There's still a couch and some chairs. There's still a part of a kitchen standing. Some cupboards. Looks like there's some candles and stuff and definitely some books. Not a whole lot stands out to you from the ground floor. And yeah, that shuffling you heard moments ago has now turned into footsteps on the second floor. They're starting on the opposite side near the wall and slowly walking out towards the opening. What you doing? Should we ready actions? I'm thinking it's that time. I'm thinking this dude's going to come through that hole. Um, it's, hey, why don't I let you go first? Fine, you want to go through first? Let's do it. I like it. That's the plan. I like it. No, I, I said... start this action. Right. I know, well, I, was I, know. Gonna... I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I, thought I, know. Were, I thought you were being sassy no. with me. I'm like, you just... I, I'd be you like, just... let's start this you shit. Asked is to... the group ready to go? Ready as I'm ever going to be. Cool. Then I want to see if I peek over and see if I have a target. Peek? What do you mean by peek? Peek around the corner. You peek around the corner. No, you hear the footsteps coming from the second floor. They're walking along the floor towards the opening, not towards stairs, like somebody is going to just be out looking from the second floor. Oh, like they're going to look down on us? Yeah. If you stay where you're at, yes, somebody who's at that ledge will be able to see you. If you could go inside, you may be hidden. That's true. That's the next step is to go inside and hide. Yeah, I agree. Alright, go ahead and roll stealth. Stealth it. I crit. You move oh so silently inside the home. What are you hiding behind or under or in? 
I am on the backside of like a, a low, it's a, you know, like people have like a couch and then there's like a, not a couch. Everyone has a couch. But they're like the low cabinet things that like you put like your drink trays on and you're serving guests and whatnot. Like a side table or Except a side the, bar? the ones that like go behind the couch that are nice and long. They like store things and whatnot. Oh, what are those called? Yeah. We don't know what it is. We've created the theater of the mind. People can see the long wooden thing with drinks on top of it and drawers and doors on it. Okay. A long, narrow wooden table with cabinets underneath, and you are hiding behind it. Mm-hmm. And you do notice several drinks inside. The doors on these cabinets, glass panels, and it looks like this person, if they don't enjoy an occasional beverage, they at least have it. Darwin or Arnis, what are you doing? I'll do the same. I'll try and find a place to hide. Go roll stealth. Move with the quiet. 17. All right, you're also able to move quietly. Are you hiding behind, in, around anything? Yeah, I'll find like a piece of furniture or wall or crawl space or something. <sighs> a lot of options. <laughs> right? I don't know, really, he searches for all those and finds the curtains and he's hiding behind the curtains. I would hide behind cur- Wait, no, that's a bad precedent. No curtains. <laughs> so do you want to be behind something? Do you want to be in something? Or do you want to be under something? Behind. Okay. I think there's a little one of those sectional partitions in order to make like a little reading nook. Nice. And you're hiding behind that. Nice. Arnis, what are you doing? Well, are we sticking with the original plan or are we checking that out the window and should I hide? If you're sticking with the original plan, then we still at least need to get Sam hidden so he can get an advantage on his attack too. But now that we know that this person thing, whatever. Oh, elf. 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 But now that we know he's going to be super close, do we want to... I don't need to be annoying call yeah. him out. He's coming out anyway. Yeah. So should so I... So maybe come in so you're not near that room so we can't use it to try and get you. Okay. Maybe you don't try and be quiet. Maybe you try and make enough noise that it causes him to come down the stairs. Mm, yeah. You purposely make noise. Because we're not going to be able to hit him from where we are. So the same old plan then. <laughs> yeah. Just Bar instead bait. Of, but, but instead of doing it outside near the room, you're like, I'm traipsing through your kitchen, eating your cheeseburgers. Drinking your drinks. <laughs> I'm in your fridge, eating your food. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, artist? I guess I could try to go through this guy's, like, medieval-type refrigerator. <laughs> See what's in the stew pot today. Maybe I don't want to know. <laughs> Do you just want to look through his stuff, or do you want to try to get his attention? Because if you just want to rifle through his things, <laughs> that's one thing. Because I need to try to get his attention, right? You can do that by looking through his stuff. I just need to know what the goal is. I feel like I don't want to be caught off guard going through his stuff. So, like, I feel like getting his attention by playing is a better idea. Because then I already have my loot in hand. You could do, like, the supervillain thing and, like, just sit in his chair and just start playing your instrument. He's <laughs> like, he's coming down the stairs and you're just waiting for It's him. not always a villainous well, move. Well. It's a cocky move is what it is. Well, that's sort of what they're asking for, right? They're asking for the usual They're asking Arnis for the Arnis special. Arnis special. Why me? Because you're the bard. Because I'm the bard. The one time we're asking her to play the bard, the way a bard should be played, and she's like, hey, I don't know about let's this. not talk about the way anybody should be played. <laughs> I'm sorry. Arnis doesn't have to be cocky if he doesn't want to. This is Here. a dangerous situation. <laughs> hey, I wear my tight pants plenty. Um, <laughs> tight pants are out of fashion. 
Oh, is Rex here? <laughs> there you go. See? Anyway. Um, the reason I'm hesitating is because you're using the healer as bait. I'm very conscious of that now. I... You have Sam with you. I just want you to know. Yeah. If you need other bait... I don't want to use Sam as bait. That seems terrible. Okay. No, I'll go, like, I'll go into his house and I'll... Can I take the dodge action and still just, like, play? I can't do that, can I? Uh, no, you can just play. It wouldn't be a spell. Like, playing your instrument is not an action. Oh, I'm not... I'm not trying to cast Casting a spell. Casting a spell. It depends on how well you do it. I'm not... I'm not trying to cast a spell. No. If you just want to make noise, you can still have... The dodge action. I'm trying to play my equivalent of, um... I'm sure you could play your scales or your whatever. Oh, no. If I'm trying to get his attention, I want to play, like, my version of, like, Sweet Caroline or something, right? Something You're playing your like, party song? Something that's, like, loud and obnoxious, <laughs> right? You're just playing dirty deeds. <laughs> Done dirt cheap. Yeah. Okay. Great. Roll performance, uh, just because I want to know how well... Sorry, I want to know how good this sounds, and how much M gets into this performance. Is it bad to hope that I roll really poorly, and it's, like, really bad? There's no bad roll here. No, really, there isn't. Uh, I got an 18. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's your first song of the day, and it's coming out wonderfully. The house filled with your playful and energetic music. And Emma is singing along in her creepy alto voice. Sam is going to try to rush in behind you and hide in the kitchen. He is not so graceful as Darvin or Vale. But luckily, your loop music overpowers any noise he might have made. And you continue to hear the footsteps until they reach the very edge of that second story floor. And you hear a rather old voice call out who's out there who's in my home and he's looking around and you don't see him yet until he kneels down wraps his fingers around the edges peeks his head over and you see a mask that covers most of his face down to the tip of his nose and then out past his mouth um, that's the only area that's exposed Everything else, it's a nice form-fitting mask all the way to his ears. And along the top edge, from ear to ear, it's like going from the ear across the top of the head down to the other ear, there's a flat frill that extends straight out for a couple inches. The mask is a deep blue with veins of purple across it. The eyes are sunken deep. The face is weathered and wrinkled, at least the part that you can see, as he peers over and locks eyes with you. What are you doing here? I don't want anybody here. Get out. I'm so weird. I forgot what I was about to do. I keep playing. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a clear shot on this dude right now. You could see his head poking out. It's not a very good shot. No, it's like three quarters cover. You'll still have advantage here. Don't worry. Arnis, as you continue to play, he just starts like shaking his head like, "Mm, this isn't right. No, no. And as he does so, you see his hair kind of fall along over the edge, and it is gray, it is several feet long. Uh, There's a hair tie about every foot. Maybe the last foot or so, it goes from gray to very deep brown. He looks at you, 
and he grumbles some more, and you see him grip the edge of the second story floor a little tighter, and then he swings down. He flips over the edge, like dive flips, using the floor as an anchor point. Let's go about halfway through, and you see this very slight man land on the ground just outside the house. He's definitely standing where the rune is. Um, He is wearing loose-fitting, baggy robe. It is old. It is disheveled. There's a single belt around his waist. In that belt, there is a dagger whose blade matches his mask. And he just kind of smooths his clothes down a little bit, straightens himself up. I don't know what you're doing in my home. You better get out. I don't want guests. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at VanessaBlockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at Dibber.mo or at SoundCloud.com slash DibberMusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thank you for listening to this chapter at Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.libsyn.com. Special thanks to Empower RSA for the use of his song Extension Deep Original Mix, available from his own label Max Note Music at empowerrsa.bandcamp.com, and you can find him on Twitter at EmpowerRSA. That's the letter M, the word power, followed by the letters R-S-A. Go give him a listen. This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, and our special friends who would like to say hello. Note to self, if an irradiated man who happens to be like the third copy that you've run into ever tells you, don't go in there, don't go in there. The Redacted Files is an actual play podcast. Ooh, and an actual 20. If anyone just... A little discomforted by the fact that she gets so excited with the natural 20. With tales of horror and suspense. And 
He wishes you a good afternoon. I go home to the nightmares I will inevitably have. Told one bad die roll at a time. That's your attack? Yes. (laughs) Stop laughing at us. Visit us at theredactedfiles.com where you can give us a listen or join us in telling the next story. You can investigate or you can go down the stairs. I think we'll go. Do you guys think we'll go? I I think we'll go.